freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. over at Hero Hunt, Inc. Now, sitting next to me is the CEO, Joe Towers. Next to him is Jeff Bianchi, President of Operations, and Pablo Cadena, the lead ambassador of this very important uh, organization and the work that they do. They work with line-of-duty injured police, fire, and military, and I'm going to let you folks fill in the, the rest of the blanks there about what your mission is, what, what your results have been, and why this is such an important mission that you have. Okay, we started this in uh, 2012 on a small family farm, uh, just north of Nashville, a police officer uh, and a veteran as well. And uh, when we started in 2012, we knew that there was a, a need to do other things, uh, so we started the hunting and the fishing is my passion, and that was the excuse that I used to, you know, get these guys and girls back together, and it brings them kind of back into the fold and the camaraderie of the environment that they had to leave due to those injuries. Um, the first year we had uh, three three-day weekends with a total of 15 that came through. Fast forward to last year, we had 27 events, and we had almost uh, right at 300 people come through the program. Um, wow. That's incredible. Um, Jeff is our uh, president of operations, and he actually sat down and started working at the numbers uh, on growth. We grew 150% the year before last, 150% last year, and we're on track to do another 150% uh, growth this year. And we're going to have 35 to 40 events and quite a few more people coming to the program. That's incredible. This clearly is still happening on the farm. Is no, it all no. We've actually. Uh, <laughs> We've actually got some really great sponsors and some venues. Um, uh, last year we were in Arkansas, Tennessee, geez, I don't even know where, uh, Florida, Florida, Florida uh, Texas, Texas, Georgia. So um, we had some other some other venues, but um, we're always looking for other venues and other other places to go. You know that we can kind of plug into our program and you know as, as fast as we're growing, we need to have other venues and other avenues to go, but. We've, we've definitely outgrown the 52-acre family farm. <laughs> definitely. Sounds like it. And what a wonderful problem to have. And you as uh, chief of operations, you're the one that we look to to, to solve that wonderful problem, right? <laughs> yes, exactly right. Um, we This past year, um, the 150% growth we went through just in this past year was humongous because as the 150% continue to grow, this 150% is even bigger. As we sit here right now, we're already at 150% if we don't add anything for, for 2020. Wow. So we could, we're in a position where we may be looking at a 200% growth wow. just in this upcoming year. That's incredible. And that was the main reason we decided to go with and put Pablo uh, and create an ambassador program. 
basically the board of directors, we couldn't keep up with the amount of growth. Mm -hmm. um, and when we went with the ambassador program, we have right now 12 ambassadors. Mm -hmm. uh, most of them are injured in the line of duty, uh, people that actually started with our program and have moved up and went to plenty of events and they know what our mission is. They know how we operate when we get to different venues, different events. Um, and we've taken some of our guides over the years who have offered up their time away from their families just to come and be guides. And we've also moved those gentlemen into ambassador positions as well. That is incredible. So, so I think it's really important for, for your viewers to know uh, as it stands now, uh, seven years of operation, nobody in our company gets paid. Um, all that money goes back into the program uh, to help us run the, run the mission. And uh, we sat, Jeff and I sat at one event in East Tennessee last year, and we spent over $4,000 just buying the hunting licenses for the guys that were going to be on that event. Um, in the ambassador program he was talking about, we wanted to make sure that some of the guys who really like what we do and they get that enjoyment and they get that camaraderie out of it. So those guys, we wanted to have a way that we can keep building on what we already have. So we're once they get to that point and they express an interest, we're starting to build them into the program so we can keep building on what we've got. Absolutely. And as an ambassador, you are, you know, reaching out through that bridge between the, the public and the organization and the work that's being done. And, you know, we, we're saying growth, 150% growth. When I hear growth, because I understand the important work you're doing, I'm hearing individual lives yep. that are being impacted and exactly. touched. So talk to us a little bit about that. Well, I can tell you from my personal experience, I started out, um, I didn't even know I got signed up for it. My wife signed me up for it. You got voluntold. I did. My wife was tired of me sitting on the couch and I was going through some depression. I didn't even realize it, but she saw it. She saw yeah. the need for me to get out. And she linked me up with Carol on me. And uh, I started last year. Yep. Or something like that. And yeah. I've been I've been to many different uh, uh, things now, different hunts, and I like what Joe's doing. And I think the ambassadorship, the ambassador program is really important because like I said, these guys have full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. And if we can help take some of that weight off and distribute, you know, the the what needs to happen in the organization, they can't always take, you know, three, four days off to go to go to this thing. So myself as being retired from the military, I'm, I do have that capability and, and I can take point and help take some of that burden off of their shoulders. Absolutely. And you know, when we're talking about the, the people, the individuals that you are reaching out to help, police, fire, military, First responders, they're the ones that are in the mode to help others. Yeah. That is how their brains are built. It's not very comfortable, correct me if I'm wrong, it's not comfortable for them to, to ask for help or to realize that they need to recharge their own batteries. Am I, am I correct about that? Absolutely, absolutely. So the, the good side, the good thing about this, we have such a, a well-rounded board and ambassadors um, I was in the military, but I was in the Coast Guard. I did drug addiction, search and rescue stuff. I didn't do anything combat related overseas. Um, but on a law enforcement side, when the injured law enforcement officers come over, when they talk about, you know, where they were at or where they got hurt at or the situation, you know, we've all been, as an officer, I've been in those situations. I can relate to that conversation and it's somebody to, to vent to or talk about that really gets it. I mean, 
it's one thing to hear about it, but to have been in those situations, the sights, the sounds, the smells, the things that you deal with, um, and, and Apollo has the same experience. Um, you know, I've never been involved in a, in a you know a combat overseas fighter fight. This guy's been through quite a bit. I mean, it's very well respected in my eyes and, and the military community that the guys that we work with, and um, he can have those conversations. I can talk to those guys, but I don't. It's like reading like it's like reading a book on brain surgery. You might know all about it, but you haven't experienced it. Yes. He has, yeah. and they can relate to him, and it gives them a, a, an avenue to um, to vent and and just talk. Um, and the good thing about us too is when these guys and girls come through, they're part of our family. This is this is, you know, it's not like you come once and you disappear and, and we're just track. So we we try to keep open the doors and we send continual invitations for different things. And um, it's it's a family event. I mean, it's a family affair. Uh, we've got kids that have come out. I, I say kids. I'm probably considerably older than a lot of the guys that come through, but uh, we've had um, heroes come from. California, South Dakota, New Hampshire, Delaware, Florida, Texas, Georgia, Kentucky, um, all over that we bring to these different events. So it's a definitely, uh, um, you, you come in, we've had guys come in as strangers, but they make these connections with the other people. So <clears throat> they have those connections to fall back on and they, oh, I didn't know you lived that close, let's get together and then they, they go do things with them because they've had that experience and they got a bonding moment and then they have, they build on those and they have other things to do besides when we have an event, so it, it definitely changes lives. It's beautiful, and there, there, I agree that there's a total different level of understanding, camaraderie, fraternity. Um, you know, if you're military, connecting to another military person, if you've been a police officer, connecting to another police officer, and it makes perfect sense that you have kind of, you know, uh, somebody in the organization for for each person to connect with in that way. Absolutely. Did you serve as well? No, ma'am, I'm, I'm not. I actually met Joe and his wife Kim um, at basically at a Ford dealership that I work at in Nashville. Um, they showed up in 2014, and when I saw the license plates on both of their vehicles, that's all I wanted to know about. Yeah. Joe was wanting to buy a truck, but yeah. I wasn't really interested in selling a truck. I was more interested in, <laughs> in the hero hunt. In the hero hunt. I love it. Uh, well, the hero hunt. The fire. That's how we ended up there. We took. Um, a 22-foot trailer with two or three UTVs, and I had five guys jammed in the truck, and we were going to South Georgia for a pig hunt, and I'm running an F-150, you know, at the time, and I, I'm, I'm watching the, the transmission heater just start climbing, and I'm like, and that was a newer truck, I'm like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> so I pulled in there, I'm like, I need to trade up because we're doing this. So seriously, I'm just like, well, what is this going to be? Well, tell me. I'm like, no, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> it was almost a comedy routine. Well, what it was is when I, when I started talking to Joe and Kim and I saw the sincerity yeah. in what they were telling me about the program, that, that was very contagious to me. It was something that I had to get involved with. Mm -hmm. However, I had to get mm -hmm. my way into it. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, not selling you this truck until you let <laughs> me in for the Hero Hunt right. Incorporated. Right. I love it. So basically, that's how I, I came on board. Um, I spent a couple years as guiding. Um, also, you know, trying to raise money, fundraising, a lot of things like that. And then uh, Joe placed me on the board of directors. Uh, that was a huge... Uh, just it was it was overwhelming to me. I was so proud to, uh, and I mean I, I basically wear this shirt, and I wear these shirts everywhere I go. Because you're so proud I'm, to be involved. I'm extremely proud to be involved. And represent the work that's being done. It's, it's totally amazing. And from somebody that's not come from the military, police, or first responder background, you know it's when you look at life and you, and you go through life, 
looking at what I can do for myself mm -hmm. on a continuous basis, how I keep pushing to make sure my children have this, my children have that. Everything is just absolutely perfect. When you run into this type of situation, mm -hmm. it's life-changing. For sure. It's no longer about what I can get for Jeff and what I can get for my children and everything. You know, as long as everybody's healthy and happy, I'm okay. Yes. But it's more about what I can do for everybody in the program. That's, That's beautiful. And, and doesn't God work in mysterious ways, right? Yes. Absolutely. Manager truck die right in the exact <laughs> right place. Uh, that's wonderful, and uh, I have not served either, and so uh, part of me is also hearing you say that you know, when we haven't served, I think we feel an extra layer of responsibility for those who have gone and done for us what, right. what I've not done for myself. I mean, my, just myself, what so. Pablo's been through alone. Mm -hmm. Just one out of the millions. Mm -hmm. You know, when you look at what I was doing at the time that he was across seas taking care of business, I never, it wasn't, yeah. I wasn't thinking about like it. you weren't tapped in. Right, yeah. I wasn't tapped in, and then I meet this fine man, and I'm like, how can I not have the ultimate respect for what he's been through for me to be able to do what my family, we did. For sure. You know, and, and thank you for your service. Yes, ma'am, it's my honor. Thank you for your service. Um, who can talk to us uh, about, you know, a, a true success story? Possibly Pablo is one, but maybe he's a little too humble to, to speak to it. But a true success story of somebody that maybe wouldn't have been able to uh, reach out on their own and, you know, Hero Hunt got a hold of them, took them out in some fresh air, connected them with other people that are you know, in nature and hunting or fishing and, and it changed the course of, of their life. There's hundreds of these stories. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, there really are. There, there are hundreds mm -hmm. of these stories. Everybody's story is different. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of, and I, I could hear the guys talking in the background. When it, I, we could bring six people together on a smaller venue. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they all get there, they don't, none of them know each other. Within 30 minutes, they've like they've been buddies all their lives. And then you hear them talking about, I'm so glad that I took the step. Matter of fact, we just had a gentleman that signed up after two years of being told to sign up. He finally took the step. He got us the information that we needed in order to put him on the roster. Uh, once Joe finished that, my responsibility is to call each and every one of them. I want to find out all about these guys. So I was talking to this gentleman and he said, yes, it's been two years and I finally took the step. And it was such a sense of relief to him that we reached out immediately and said, well, you're good, get ready because you'll be hunting in April. Wow. And he was so excited. Wow. He was like, I can't believe that you guys are really gonna take me this fast. Wow. And I'm like, well, you know, that's just what we do. But we've had people that have taken, and, and Pablo may be able to better talk about that, you know, taking that first step? Mm -hmm. Yes, please do. It's, the first step is always the hardest. Because mm -hmm. um, we're, we're very proud. Mm -hmm. And we sure. don't want to feel like, you're you know, there's other people, there's other people that deserve this more. Spot. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's that's that's the way I felt too. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm not that, I, I'm injured, but I'm not, you know, there's people out there that deserve it more than I do. Um, I, I think that with what they do and how they do it, 
they talk about the camaraderie and the friendship. That's the toughest thing when we walk away from the military or the law enforcement is we have that fellowship and yes, yes we keep in touch with some a few key friends, mm -hmm. but we don't have it every day of the mm -hmm. the joking and the you know the thick skin that we have to have around each other because you know you make a mistake and <laughs> you're going to get clapped. <laughs> yes, and uh, well, they uh, as you're saying, we did a hunt in December and we brought people from New Hampshire, Texas, California, um, Arkansas, and Tennessee. And within a matter of thirty minutes to an hour, we were all like we had been lifelong friends, and we still keep in touch to this. Day. I mean, we're still shooting texts back and forth, oh, funny see. things, and we just we, yeah. we keep in touch. It's not it's not a full circle no more. It's mm -hmm. not a, it's not mm -hmm. I'm by myself. I have these guys that I went on this and experienced this with. Wow. So. Actually, I think Jeff is, has knowledge of this too. I had a uh, um, a young. A soldier's wife sent us an email and uh, said, I don't know what you guys did or how you did it. But he's a better dad and a better husband. Wow. That is awesome. And he is phenomenal. He's actually, uh, he's actually uh, done a lot of stuff and, uh, since then. He's actually going to be one of our, is, is one of our ambassadors now. So, um, Kind of pulled him out of the, the shell and started plugging back into what he's doing. That is awesome, and you're going to get me going too here. <laughs> um, so when I think about uh, things like that, where you're like, well, I'm not that bad off, and you know, I don't want to take somebody else's spot and that sort of thing, I I get that mindset. But then I remember every time I get on an airplane and they tell me. You know, if you're traveling with a younger person, like a baby or a child, mm -hmm. you have to put your own oxygen mask on, mask on first, in order to then be of any good right. to your your child or your children. And I think that uh, what you guys are doing is is a beautiful way to portray that to others. That there's a strength in that. There's a proactive measure in that. Um, it's not a selfish thing. It's not a you know, well, I'll, I'll just step back and let somebody else go thing. It's like, no, I have to be healthy. I have to be well. I have to be whole as much as I can uh, to, to help my community and my family. And, you know, sometimes pulling away and going into nature, not pulling away into solitude, but pulling away and going into nature and then having that camaraderie of people with you uh, is just exactly the right medicine. And I, you have you know come to that taking us all the way back to the beginning what made you have that first event you know so um, like I said I was active duty military prior and then um, at the time I've been a police officer about oh, 20 20 years or so uh, my wife was a police officer she was in line of duty she's still alive. She, she's good <laughs> but I wanted to do that before before Kim and I got together um, years ago. I'd actually wanted to do something anyway, yeah. um, just to bring some people out. So she got in here in 2010, had to retire from our agency in 2011, and in 2012 we ended up. I never thought I'd have a 50 acre farm. It's not huge, but it's a lot for, for us. And uh, 
And when I initially bought that place, I'm like, I don't want anybody here. This is my place. I don't approve the leases and people taking, you know, moving my, you know. Yeah. So on Father's, yeah, on Father's, <laughs> Father's Day of 2012, um, I was in a really uh, demanding job in my agency. Um, gone a lot, uh, a lot of call outs, a lot of, a lot of hours away, uh, over and above the regular shift. And uh, so I told my boss, I'm not, I'm off call, I'm taking the day off. So I'm not actually bush hogging and just kind of get a feel for our farm. And, and we had tried to do, I tried to do something several years before and it just didn't pan out. And obviously I know why now, but uh, I came home and we were sitting at the dinner table and I said, you know the thing I was wanting to do before because we were going to try to do a small duck club type thing. And she said, yeah, I said, I want to do it here. And on up, she, she never missed a beat. She put some food on her plate. She was like, all right, what do you want to start? And I said, and this is like, what, what's Father's Day? Uh, May, June, something like She asked, we're going to start this year. And she's like, pretty ambitious, but okay, I'll support that. She's a keeper. Yeah, That's she really amazing. is. So we started that. And then, um, like I said, because of our background, like I said, prior military and law enforcement, my dad's a retired uh, law enforcement officer and a veteran. My brother's a police officer, Canine Hammond, a SWAT team member in another agency. My sister-in-law is a police officer. Um, you know, all of my grandparents are all prior military. My great grandfather's prior military and retired from Battle Creek, Michigan, in the you know in the fifties. So, um, you know, and, the, and then when I started seeing more too, you know, everybody hears about the military twenty-two a day and the suicides, and it's very important that we address that. But in the last five to seven years, you can't hardly turn on a newscast or a national newscast, and you're hearing about the police officer suicides, and you know. So, so that's you're, you're that's part it. Of that oxygen mask that, yeah. That so that that was the the driving force. You know, mm -hmm. we actually just had a conversation with a gentleman in the hall, and he's like, you know, no matter how many people here buying stuff, they're trying to get this, and they're trying to do that, and you know, he's like, you can't take this stuff with you, mm -hmm. but you can change lives, and they can change lives. So I mean, I might be gone for fifty years. So hopefully, this company's still up in fifty years. But how many lives have you changed, and how many people have they been able to affect? Mm -hmm to that so I know that there's tons of people out there listening and watching that are saying okay so in my world how do I best help and I think there's there's at least two problems right? right so maybe they know someone who needs this help absolutely or maybe they are going to be instrumental either in a financial way or maybe they have a 50-acre farm or, you know, something like that. Absolutely. Um, talk to us about both of those legs. Who, who would be best to talk to the, the piece of how do we reach um, the, the person that might need help? Maybe maybe the ambassador. Well, I, I can tell you we, we, we have a core group of friends. And then I brought many friends and many soldiers that I've served with into this, into this fold. And it's kind of a domino effect. Mm -hmm. If we get one in. They have two friends. Mm. They have two friends, mm -hmm. and so I mean, it, it helps us grow and helps us to get where our membership to where we, you know, For sure. where we want to be, and helping more and more people. And I guess that's that's how that piece would work. For sure. Uh, for for the general public that are that are interested mm -hmm. in assisting us in, in our mission, mm -hmm. um, there there's different avenues. Um, we are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, our website um, is uh, www.herohuntinc.org. Um, on our website, we have 
We have uh, videos, we have galleries, we have the list of all of our sponsors that are already on board with us. We have avenues for people that want to join our program where they can apply online. Uh, we have avenues for folks that would like to engage with us. That's engage at herohuntinc.org. Mm -hmm. There's a spot right on there if you want to donate. There's different areas where you can do that. Um, it's a very user-friendly user website. I'm really proud of Jeff. Jeff just took uh, took that role on uh, a couple weeks ago to, to revamp and, and relaunch our, our website. He's done a fabulous job. Everything is super user-friendly. Everything is there. It's, it's you know you got some websites like where is that? Everything yes. is right there. Yes, nothing nothing is hid. Uh, you know, sponsorships are so important to us. Mm. The backbone of the company really, sure. and they're all listed right on the front homepage. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to go click under a sponsor link in order to find out who's helping us. Oh, when wow. you open it up, you're going to basically going to see a few pictures, a couple of our most recent videos that we've done, mm -hmm. as well as here's our sponsors. This is what's important to mm -hmm. us. Um, yeah, and yes, we are in need Absolutely. with the amount of growth that Absolutely. we're going through. Uh, venues are key. Mm -hmm. We would love to be able to branch out mm -hmm. and go different directions. We just had some uh, actual heroes that come up, uh, applied from Wisconsin, Minnesota. So, so they're if you're in Wisconsin or if you're in Minnesota, yeah. I think I'm hearing that we have some fine folks that might need to have an experience on your land or right right and, yeah. the, and the, we haven't been able to pay travel to get people there um certain certain you know if we have special circumstances um we we we'll discuss it to figure out how to make those things happen um we're, we're hoping to be in a position in the next year or two to say you know we can get you here mm -hmm. we'll fly you know for the guys who are further away girls are further away we can fly them in that's part of our goal our our very uh, immediate goal mm -hmm. Um, but the, the big things that eat up a lot of our uh, financial backing would be the travel and, you know, the venues. Because if somebody's running a, a hunting resort or a lodge or uh, an outfitter, I mean, they're in the business to make money. We understand that. So, you know, if, they, if somebody wants to donate a venue, that'd be great. But when we do take people to those off-site venues, those are, you know, an expense. So the financial side of it is extremely important. And so, do you have a portal for, you know, the average Jane and Joe out there that's like, well, I don't have a ton of money, but I definitely have five or 10 or 25 bucks. Is, is there a portal for that kind of help? Yes. Absolutely. And that is through the, through the website. Through the, just website. through the main website, which again, say what it is. It's herohuntinc.org. Herohuntinc.org. And the ink is INC, just like you see on their shirts here. Um, Gentlemen, I, I'm just honored to have a few moments of your time because what you're doing is so important uh, that I, I wish you were out in the field right now doing it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, but I know that the, the messaging is important, getting it, the word out to, to folks across the nation. And uh, we're meeting here in Las Vegas at the SHOT Show, which is the big industry show for the uh, firearms industry. And you're connecting with uh, probably potential sponsors, uh, businesses of all sizes. Absolutely. Right? You, yep. don't, you yep. don't always have to have, you know, the, the big name brands that everybody recognizes immediately. Yep. There's a lot of smaller mom and pops brands out there that, that this is their passion. And it, you're connecting with those kind of folks. And, and with our sponsors, we always, like, if it's a product sponsor or whatever, if we do a video, and that's part, and they're part of that event. We always, if, if we're getting that video together, we always get 
those items in those videos and thank them for their helping us get that done. We're, we're never going to be somebody that says, hey, I appreciate it, and you never hear from us again or right. you don't get anything back. We always try right. to put something back, um, right. if, you know, to help the people who are helping us. Very good. Very good. This is awesome. I appreciate you, all three of you. And, and what I'm hearing is you're never too big or you're never too small to help. And if you're looking for a place to help, I think that I couldn't think of a more worthy cause. And I appreciate meeting all of you. Pablo. Yeah. Jeff. Thank you. Joe. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. All right, stick around. There's always lots more coming up on Gun Freedom Radio.